0: Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. I'm your host, George Herrera, with the Queen's Home Team at Keller Williams Realty, and today I'm joined by the one and only, the CEO of Queen's Home Team, Abigail Herrera
0: hello greetings world
1: greetings to the world i don't know what how many subscribers we're at but it's growing slowly hello
0: to our subscribers we're so happy to have you join us each Uh week with such great information
1: yeah so yeah today we have a new segment abby came up with this idea she said uh because we listen to this podcast where they just answer questions from callers And uh, since we're not a live call-in show, we figured why don't we just answer some questions on an episode and see what that's like. Maybe maybe people will find it helpful. So we pulled some real estate questions from a real estate forum. And these are questions that we think are, are good ones and they're also relevant to Queens, right? Because yeah. we we come across these questions too. So we're going to go down the list. We have a few. It's only a few, but hopefully you learned something from this episode. All right? All right. Sh- should we jump right in?
0: Yeah, why not? Okay.
1: Yeah, what day is it today anyway?
0: It's Good Friday, actually.
1: Oh, happy Good Friday.
0: Happy Good Friday as well.
1: How do you celebrate Good Friday?
0: Just, um, you know. Blessings. Blessings. Yeah. Celebrate Celebrate your blessings.
1: Be grateful. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we're, we're grateful over here. Happy Good Friday, everybody. Hey. Yes.
0: Happy Good Friday to you, my <laughs> husband. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is a good Friday. Yeah. You know, every Friday is a good I'm Friday. I'm grateful. Are yes. you grateful today? Very, very. Yes. I feel grateful. So much too. to be grateful for. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going in. So this is going to be the first question. I'm reading it to you. You give me the answer. All right? Okay. I'll act like I'm surprised. You're getting... (laughs) Yeah, she got a little (laughs) run through, you know, earlier. But uh, you're getting answers from a long-time experienced Queens agent. Abby's been in the business since 2010 and has sold a lot of properties. So, you know, hopefully this advice is helpful for whoever's listening. All right. So, the title of this one is called Buy Down Down or Lender Credit. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... Hi, I'm a first-time buyer here. I'm under contract for a new construction home with a, where the lender is offering either a lender credit of $2,850, like $2,850, towards the closing costs or a buy-down of the interest rate mm-hmm. from 6.125% to 5.875%. Um, I can't decide which is better for me. So with some quick math, they do some quick math, you know, but pretty much the question is buy down or uh, lender credit towards your closing costs. What do you think?
0: Well, personally, for me, I would choose the latter because it's, you know, you're talking about the life of the loan in savings. Yeah. You know, you are paying more up front. So in our situation, if I were to make the decision, it would be to buy down the points. However, Mm -hmm. for someone that needs the money up front. And um, that's more advantageous Then I can understand why somebody would choose the first option. If you're really
1: tight, maybe on your closing costs, then then, yeah, you might need to. Um, The only other situation where you would take the credit over the buy down is if you plan to leave soon. Like if you plan to sell that house in, you know, three or five years, if you do the math of the savings, the buy down will save you a certain amount every month. And then it cer- it takes you a certain amount of time to recoup, to recoup that twenty eight hundred fifty dollars, right? So if you're gonna sell before you recoup the twenty eight fifty, then you just take the lender credit. But if you're planning to hold it for a while, usually it makes sense just take the buy down and and you have lower monthly expense. Zing. Boom.
0: All right. I'm all
1: I'm all about lower monthly expenses. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I don't I'd rather you know lower my monthly cost of living but, but you definitely made
0: me. you know talking through these ideas i mean it it definitely makes sense depending on your situation period yeah like yeah you that's said. true it's, so, it's, good especially
1: point. if you're tight on the closing costs. Yeah. it could make sense all right, okay thank you next question yes can we go in all right uh, please next is seller wants to cancel after after um it says after signed contract for a better offer but here, you know, we can just say it's after accepted offer, cause that's what's very common in Queens mm-hmm. and Brooklyn. So seller wants to cancel after accepted offer for a better offer. Mm-hmm. We placed an offer on a house on Sunday evening and woke up Monday morning to good news that our offer was accepted. the The purchase agreement, so that's the offer form, was signed by both parties. The good feeling only lasted about ten hours. We were later notified that they received a better offer for fifteen thousand more. Than ours, and as is, we were asked to match the offer or else they would go with another one. We decided not to agree to the changes. Today, we're informed that they're canceling their deal and going with the higher offer. Are they allowed to just break the contract like that? Do we have any options, any repercussions for the sellers? We didn't break our contract in any way, we haven't even gotten into inspection yet. So, Let's relate to this specifically to Queens and Brooklyn. So it wouldn't be a contract. It's just a binder or a sales agreement, which is an offer form.
0: Or a purchase agreement. It can be named yeah. all kinds of things. But in the end, it's, it's just you're it's presenting an offer. It's not the actual offer. contract, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. it's You're presenting an offer, again, specific to New York City. Yes. You're presenting an offer. That gets accepted by the homeowner mm-hmm. and there's a due diligence period from buyer paying for home inspection, if any, and then lawyer involvement to draft yeah. the contracts, buyer signs, seller signs. Until that all that, what I've just said happens, mm-hmm. it's it's basically it's nothing is truly binding. So a buyer yeah. can as well back out in the mm-hmm. event they get cold feet they actually saw a property they like better that may be less expensive down the street. So they can rescind their offer and there's no repercussions on either side. So it would have been great if this was um educated you know if you were if the buyer was educated at this point Mm -hmm. um so that way they were aware about this time frame and that's what really makes something so unique to new york because other states just even over the bridge in new jersey you know when you sign an agreement it it, there is a uh, but it might not be
1: but we don't yeah like we don't know let's say whatever state this happened in if there is any legal recourse because they didn't even get past the due diligence period so it might not actually be a formal contract yet. So here in in New York City, like Abby's mentioning, you have a binder, it can be signed by the buyer and seller. It really isn't legally binding though until the contract is signed by the buyer and the seller. So really essentially, it's like a verbal, Yeah. it's like a verbal accepted offer. All the way until contracts are fully executed, yeah. right? So
0: again, you know, here it's a lawyer state, you know, mm-hmm. buyers hire, hire their own real estate lawyers, sellers hire their own. Yeah. Contracts are drafted by the lawyers after all terms are finalized, after inspection, everything, mm-hmm. and then w- buyer will sign. Yeah. And until the seller countersigns, you know, still it's not a binding contract yeah. of sale. Seller has to countersign and that... Uh, initial escrow deposit has to be um, put into the buyer's attorney's office. Yeah. So So, excuse me, seller's attorney's office.
1: This is very common here. I mean, more so when we were in a really strong seller's market, but this is very common. So, like, a situation similar to this that we've seen happen a lot is they got the accepted offer, they did the inspection, they sent out the contract, buyer signs the contract. So, let's say even here in New York City, buyer signs the contract, the contract is sent to the seller's attorney, and then a higher offer comes in, 15,000 more. And here in New York City, you can still lose the deal, meaning the seller can, like situations like this, we've actually had where it happened and it's a significant amount. You know, if it was just 5,000 more, usually sellers will just continue moving forward with their current deal. But when you start talking more significant amounts, like 15, 20,000 more, you know, it's it's understandable that a seller would want to entertain that. And so we've had situations where, you know, the buyer already signed, the contract is in route to the seller's attorney, and a much higher offer comes in. And now the seller has to make that decision. What they did right here, which in my opinion is the fair thing to do, is you give the first buyers the the... A chance to match the offer mm-hmm. you know so look this offer came in 20,000 higher we're giving you the chance to match it before we go with yeah. the higher offer I mean that's the fair thing to do so they were given the chance mm-hmm. to match it and they decided not to so that's why they went with the higher offer but you know unfortunately that's how it works and that's why as a buyer when you have a property you really like you get an accepted offer move Quickly, you know, yeah. do your due diligence, but try not to drag your feet, and try to have an inspector that can get in there quickly. Try to have an attorney that works quickly, and, and you know, the quicker the better, so and you can lock it in. Also,
0: and uh, just so so y'all know as well, you know, the due diligence of a listing agent, meaning an agent representing a homeowner, mm-hmm. they by law have to present all offers. So yeah. even if there's a first accepted verbal, quote unquote verbal offer, yeah. you know, if another offer comes in, whether low or high higher than this one they have they are responsible to present all offers to the owner because they are not the owners so in the end you know as long as everything is clearly communicated and you know this is just what it is of course we would love it to be much easier where upon accepted offer it's temporarily taken off of market buyer has an opportunity to do due diligence but it just doesn't work like that here in new york
1: yeah for sure all right good good one that's a really good one that's the second one there Third question. Are you ready? Yeah. You like this? It, yeah, I like this it. This would be cool if it's they were talk. if they were calling in with the questions. Oh this would be awesome because then hey. we could, you know, like actually uh, go back and forth with our. You know, callers. what
0: we'll do if whoever is hearing this. Uh huh. Who of you out there? If oh no, we can't do a calling because this is pre-recorded. Yeah, I don't I even know how
1: we would do it. We would need to yeah. learn how to do it. But that.
0: Y- I would say this. Our boy Dan could do, probably figure that. If out. you do want a question um, answered. Yes. As we're reading these, you know, please email us info yeah. at queenshometeam.com specific to the podcast. Mention you want this on the podcast. We'll give you a shout out.
1: I'll make this guarantee. <laughs> if you email us a real estate related question, we will answer it on the next episode.
0: Mention the podcast. 100%. And then we'll we'll shout you out.
1: Info at queenshometeam.com. Yeah, cool. All right. So next one. Have a question about capital gains.
0: Uh-oh, that's a that's a that's a loaded question.
1: Uh-huh. So, we just sold our first home in South Carolina. So, this is in South Carolina. Okay. Um we were both active duty at the time and bought it originally in March 2018. So, they bought in March 2018. Okay. We moved in July 2020. Okay. And we lived there as our primary residence mm-hmm. for that entire time. Okay. That means March twen- March eight, 2018 to July 2020. Okay. So that's over two years, right? Okay. As primary residence. And because the market was so wonky, um, we found renters and had it rented until last February. Okay.
0: 2023. Okay.
1: Do we have to pay capital gains? We didn't make, you know, like for on the on the profit. Um, they don't know if having it as a rental for the last two and a half years messed everything up.
0: Well, okay. So from the date that they purchased so
1: they bought march 2018
0: Wait, i need a pen
1: they <laughs> sold in july 2020
0: okay july okay. 2020
1: and then they rented it after that okay okay and then they just have had it rented since then july so 2020 we're 2023 so yeah let's say two and a half years they had it rented okay and for
0: uh march 2018
1: to 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 july 2020 uh, was primary residence two of
0: the last five years OK, you know, uh, two of the f- last five years is when the property is considered as long as you live in the property within two of the last five years.
1: OK. And, then and you look, have so the
0: exemption still as a primary owner, yes. primary residence, uh-huh. owner occupied property they purchased in March.
1: Well, they closed in February 2023. So they closed just a couple months ago.
0: Wait. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. They closed on the sale of their home in 2023. In February. So they made it.
1: I think they made it.
0: Yeah, because it, you said they, they purchased in March, March of 2020, excuse me, 2018. Yeah, so that so they, would
1: be five years would be uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23, they made it. Oh, they just made they it. They just made yeah. it. Yeah, so the rule for anyone who's listening that doesn't know, in order to qualify for the primary exclusion or that exemption. primary exemption mm-hmm. is... You have to have lived in the home for two of the last five years mm-hmm. and then you qualify to be exempt for up to two hundred fifty thousand in capital gains for a single one, yep. and five hundred thousand for a married couple. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they just made it like mm-hmm. at the very last at minute. The
0: very last so minute. they
1: would not, you know, assuming their capital gain is less than five hundred thousand they would not have any capital gains taxes. Yeah. But of if course, they if there's have,
0: anything over that, if there's a gain over that, yeah. then yes, you, there will be a, a calculation there. Yeah,
1: so that's a good one though, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a great they, one. But, but actually, their question was more so, it, do we have to pay capital gains because we rented it out? In which in which case, it's not the case. the The rule is two of the last five years. Mm-hmm. So even if you lived in it for two years and then you rent it for two years, you still get that primary exemption as mm-hmm. long as you lived in it for two of the last yes. five years. So that's the aha there for anyone listening. Wow! All right? Nice. Yeah. So, All what right. do you think about those?
0: I liked. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. As a realtor, I've been doing this for many years, but I, I, I feel that those uh, questions would come to value to people. Yeah,
1: so hopefully okay. our, our Queens, Brooklyn, New York City listeners uh, got some value from that.
0: Yeah, do me a favor, y'all. If you found value in that, I would love to hear from you because I want to... I want to make sure that this information doesn't go on deaf ears.
1: Find Abby on Instagram <laughs> if you want to send her a quick message or something. Abigail Herrera QHT. I'm not that social, by the way. No, but, but she'll get your message. Social meaning
0: active on social media. Yeah. But if I get your message, I will let you know. She'll see it. And for I'll sure. feel it will make my heart so happy. If <laughs> you send
1: her a message, she will in return send you. A funny animal video. Guaranteed.
0: Guaranteed.
1: Guaranteed, okay? Yeah,
0: okay, cool. So I'll do that. All right. Okay, thank you.
1: So now, real quick, okay. um, any ahas? Do you have any ahas of the I week do, or as something a matter you want to fact,
0: share? Um, I found this very interesting. We handle a lot of estate sales, <clears throat> and uh, one of our client's accountants has informed him for this estate sale to actually mm-hmm. pay an appraiser to get a certified appraisal because the owner of this property has passed um, uh, their opinion – like long ago long Mm. ago meaning you know three years yeah okay and
1: so i guess and as as for those listening when you do a a probate or an administration when you're handling an estate one of the steps in the process is always the letter of valuation right that that the attorney needs um as the time of death they need to know what the property was worth yeah yeah. and many times they reach out to us for it, yeah. right?
0: And over the years, actually, we've done so many. If mm-hmm. you need, a, if you need a letter evaluation, I mean, that's something a realtor can provide for you. Yes. This is us. This is the first time where an accountant was um, suggesting to get to pay uh, an appraisal company to mm-hmm. get an, a certified appraisal. So I found this really great because, and interesting because we've been sending letters for so many years and it never came up as a question. Yeah. Well, actually, I was trying an to issue. say. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually not. So I'll explain this, but um, we're we're essentially trying to save our clients some money because we've done it so many times in the past. I'm like, why? Why are they stating that you need to pay? You know, I'm, I'm curious, scratching my head not yeah. to overstep the accountant, but I'm curious why. So mm-hmm. this is the answer. The IRS only recognizes and doesn't question an official real estate appraisal from a real estate appraiser. Because it's been such a long time since passing, now that you're getting the appraisal done, it actually has to be certified. It's not necessarily for me, this is the accountant speaking, mm-hmm. but it is for the IRS that if they ever come back and question you or audit you. Um, and they, she, she or he had mentioned that what we gave to our client um, would be, th- like that accountant would actually be fine with. Yeah. However, if the IRS ever audited... Um, our client or ask for the copy which should be sent with the filing mm-hmm. um, then they can absolutely question its validity so I, I thought that was a really yeah, interesting fact there so far today I mean all the years that we've been providing these letters that's yeah. never come up in question at least to our knowledge but this is good information
1: and probably because it's not common for you know the people to get audited but it is a if you are the type of person that wants to make sure everything is done by the book and you don't want to have any issues if you were to get audited that's a way that you do it because then there's no issue but i guess what he's saying which probably is true if any of our past clients or someone who we've done a letter evaluation for if they were to get audited they would want the documentation which would be our letter evaluation and they might question whether that is uh sufficient for them mm-hmm. whether that meets their criteria yeah and they may have wanted a certified appraisal yeah. right so and yeah i think that y-
0: you know we were speaking about this yesterday and i i, I found your comment um interesting and it makes sense uh-huh. if if a realtor gave uh, look how i said real <laughs> oh, realtor. man you just did realtor, that realtor no, i don't know why i said that's like going that. on
1: the pod no, <laughs> no i'm putting that on social be- media you said a realtor
0: Okay, well, you know, oh. they say it like that in other parts of the country. But anyway... That always
1: gets me. Why realtor? That's a Southern know. thing, I yeah, think.
0: Yeah, I th- I, I've, been, I've been visiting Texas so many uh-huh. years My bro- My
1: brother says realtor, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Shout out, watch. <laughs>
0: Shout out to watch. <laughs> okay, so um, you had mentioned that you can see where it could come up in question is let's say you have a realtor that's doing you a favor and they know that if they gave you a, a lower high, a, no, uh, oh, higher, higher yes. valuation than what the property was actually worth. You paid less of debt taxes. Value, you paid less taxes. Mm-hmm. So I can see where if like somebody, someone was trying to skew the figures, yeah. then... Yes, if the IRS is scratching their head, then yeah. they're gonna come find because then what's let's up.
1: say you got audited and they'll say, okay, we want a certified appraisal, and then they're gonna do it, and it's gonna come in lower than what your realtor friend gave you. Yeah, but as long as Much that, lower. yeah, as like long
0: ridiculously as, lower. Yeah, then, then you'll you're pay like, what capital do you mean gains. you sold an Astoria property for five dollars?
1: <laughs> I know, no, five million.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, five million. Excuse yeah. me, five million.
1: No, so it, yeah, as well, long you know, as the what do you
0: mean? What do you mean you sold a condo for five million in Astoria? I okay. know.
1: So yeah. So it, it's uh, as long as the letter evaluation is reasonable, I think you'd be safe either way. Because okay. yeah. All right. Good one. All right. So that's uh, that. That's and real idea. quick for market insights, the ten-year mm-hmm. treasury Yay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sound effects. Oh, oh darn man. it. It's it's um, good
0: Friday. I gave the sound effects a rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got to get Abby a sound effects board. Please. Okay. So the 10-year treasury, 3.29%. Ah. And last episode, what was it?
0: 3.39%?
1: Yeah, so it's down 10 basis points.
0: What does that mean to the to the public? So
1: that just lets you know mortgage rates most likely are down. Okay. Okay. And um, mortgage rates, so the average rate for a 30-year fixed right now mm-hmm. is 6.18%. Mm-hmm. So 62 pretty much. Okay. And the last episode... It was six point five five.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, my memory—or I just had this cheat sheet. (laughs) And remember, so
1: rates peaked in October last year, seven percent. This year, January, they were going down all January, February, they spiked, and we got back to seven percent, I think, in February or February or March, and now we're down from six and a half down to six point two percent. All right. And we've been seeing an uptick in activity because the rates have been going down. So um 6.2%. I mean if you've been in the market recently and you haven't checked the rates, definitely, you know, take a look there. Cool. And last, reading, watching, listening, anything you want to put our
0: Well, you as our avid reader, George, what are you reading these days?
1: Oh, reading. One one new thing. Uh five love languages.
0: Oh, yes, you continue to talk about That's that. That's
1: awesome. Book. Any I mean for <laughs> any married uh cu- it's for anybody really, but specifically for married couples. If you want to be a better partner, for sure. I mean, it's like it's got some good stuff in there. Okay. You know, just to understand your partner.
0: Just to understand and how to be a better partner.
1: Yeah, it's like how you how to understand your partner's love language. Okay. And it you know when they start doing the scenarios, it's like oh okay, it really resonates. Okay, cool. I gotta read that after you, Uh so I can. I'm simple, you know, about beer being and better partner, beer and wings. You okay, know, I'm let a happy make man. make sure
0: I get some <laughs> 12 packs. Make sure the fridge is stock all the yeah. time.
1: The more complex individual in this relationship is. Yeah,
0: I think I'm pretty simple, too. You know, beer, yeah. wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a loud laugh. Sorry. That was really I loud. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so I didn't blow my somebody's gosh. eardrums. <laughs> but that was funny. You reading, Yet, watching, true. listening. Um, ooh. We just finished and wrapped up Blackbird. Oh. Um, That was good. It's a little heavy. It's heavy. It's dark. For those of you that it's based on a true story about a serial killer, don't, you know, so it's quite heavy. That's true. So just be mindful, it might not be for all crowds. Yes. Um, Oh, but what's much lighter in Mm -hmm. reverse is Acapulco. I oh, love that yeah. on Acapulco, Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah, both are actually on Apple. Oh, man, shout out to Apple TV. Yeah, Not like we're sponsored through. or anything, I but know, we, I we know. wouldn't mind being sponsored. You know what I mean? Apple, if you're listening,
1: <laughs> Tim Cook, I'm on deck. <laughs> Just shoot me the text, you know, wherever you need us, we're there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the Apple TV is coming through. Ted Lasso, of course, you know. Yeah,
1: but um, definitely blackbird was good yes and acapulco that's family friendly you yes. can watch that with the whole family such that a, one's good such
0: a fun i, I love it. it makes me it's feel good it's a feel good, good show yeah, yeah feel good show well awesome. those are t- two two totally different shows on yes yeah, totally we're all over spectrum. the place yeah. we
1: like we can watch the dark serial murder shows oh my and goodness. then watch excuse like us. ted lasso excuse
0: us <laughs>
1: sorry anyway. we're human what yeah can we say? <laughs> All right. I think that's it. I think we're good. We're right on time.
0: Oh, perfect. And
1: uh, we appreciate all of you. Thank you for
0: tuning in and listening. Um, I suppose I can wrap this up by saying tune in. We also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Queen's Home Team. Yes. Uh, We have a podcast, which you're listening to right now. Instagram. We also have an Instagram.
1: Check us out.
0: A Instagram.
1: (laughs) Account. (laughs) Yeah, check us out online. Come on, y'all, we connect, are, connect. Don't don't be shy. Connect, connect with the squad. Yeah,
0: Queen's Home Team platform. Yeah, you know we're we, we everywhere.
1: Yeah, but we're here, and uh, hope hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We're gonna do these every once in a while. Q and A with QHT. That's gonna be the new thing. Every once in a while, we'll just come in and answer a few rapid fire questions.
0: Wait, I'll say one last thing on this Good Friday. Uh huh. If somebody gives me Hmm. what can i how can i make this it's a giveaway i think
1: the funny animal video is the treat that's you okay you're gonna get a really funny cute animal video
0: okay fine yes we'll leave it at that <laughs> <Reach> <laughs> find out to me Abby. abigail herrera qht, Q-HT yeah. instagram uh-huh. and i'll send you something that will make you feel good too there okay? you go thanks right, everybody
1: y'all. for tuning in stay tuned for the next episode take care have a great day
0: peace